This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, February 28th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Anne Arundel County Executive Stuart Pittman held his first budget town hall meeting last night at Southern High School in Harwood. About 100 residents did attend and just over 30 offered remarks which were limited to three minutes. No promises were made by the county executive as everything is on the table. And the group pretty much was looking for improvement in the South County libraries, improvement in parks, repairing the county infrastructure in South County, all without raising property taxes, which will be a little bit of a tough thing to do. It was evident that South County feels they're a little bit neglected. And again, as I said, they all want improvements, but they do not want any increase in taxes. We'll be interesting to see how that gets addressed. And it'll be interesting to see what the other suggestions are out at the other six budget town halls. If you're interested in watching a political career implode, look no further than Harford County Delegate Marianne Lasanti. She's the Democrat who's been on an apology tour for using a racial slur last year when she described a legislative district in Prince George's County as a N-word district. Lasanti, who is a Democrat who represents Harford County, apologized in a statement and to the state's legislative black caucus in person. House Speaker Mike Bush removed her from the chairmanship of the House Economic Matter Committee's Unemployment Insurance Subcommittee, but that doesn't seem to be enough. Chairman of the Maryland Democratic Party, Maya Rocky Moore Cummings, issued a statement and she said, while Harford County Delegate Marianne Lasanti has apologized for referring to Prince George's County as a, quote, end district, Unquote. Further insight provided by some of her African-American constituents about the kind of political positions and actions that she has taken that are consistent with the sentiment reflected in her poor choice of words underscores that an apology and promise to undergo diversity training are not enough. Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrook said that anyone who used that language Lasanti used should be fired. The chair of the Legislative Black Caucus, Delegate Daryl Barnes, said the words were unacceptable and should not be tolerated in the House. Governor Larry Hogan tweeted that any public official who engages in this reprehensible conduct should do the right thing and step down. That was echoed by the Maryland GOP that said Lasanti's apology to the Black Caucus was, quote, inadequate. Dana Shelley, the executive director of the ACLU of Maryland, called for Lasanti's resignation as well, saying that we should never accept blatant racism from anyone much less our elected leaders. The Council on American-Islamic Relations also condemned the slur and called on Lasanti to resign. Piling onto that would be Senator Chris Van Hollen, Representative Anthony Brown, who represents Prince George's County. So I would expect to see a resignation from Lasanti. I'm thinking by the weekend. I don't know Mayor Buckley is second-guessing his decision to fire Police Chief Scott Baker, but boy, there's an op-ed in the Capitol today by Howard Safer, who is the former New York City Police Commissioner, who does live in Annapolis, and he said to lose an extraordinary police executive like Baker in a difficult police hiring environment is concerning. To do so based on perceived challenges in the community relations cannot be taken lightly. In the op-ed, which is definitely worth a read at the Capitol, he praised the outrage for the police. He praised the numbers of crime, the reporting, the public information officer, obviously Chief Baker, as well as the officers of the Annapolis Police Department. I'm thinking when the former commissioner of the New York City Police Department is critical of a decision, you might want to take a listen to it. 
the Stronach Group, the state, and Baltimore City are all in a little bit of a pissing match about what's going to happen to the Preakness, but we do know now that the Preakness will remain at Pimlico through at least 2020. Stronach Group, is the track's owner, is readying a, quote, super track at Laurel Park that should be able to host the second leg of the Triple Crown in the future. They don't know exactly when, but Tim Ritvo, the chief operating officer of the Stronach Group, did say that Laurel would not be ready to host the Preakness in 2020, even if the General Assembly approved the change of venue. Now, state law does say that the Preakness can be moved from Pimlico to another track in Maryland, but only as a result of disaster or emergency. So they're going to need the legislative support to move it on any other basis. Baltimore City Mayor Catherine Pugh said she is looking forward to participating in a proposed work group to study Pimlico's long-term outlet. Now, a Maryland Stadium Authority-funded study in December said that Pimlico would need to be demolished and rebuilt at a cost of $424 million in order to continue hosting the Preakness. While the Preakness may not be moving, Southwest Airlines is, and this is a great thing. It's now official. The FAA has given Southwest approval to fly to Hawaii. That announcement came yesterday afternoon, and after completing a series of test flights, the airline received approval from the Federal Aviation Administration. In a statement to employees, Southwest Chief Operating Officer Mike Vandevend said that they will publicly announce the timing for the inaugural flights and other service when we publish our schedule in the coming days. Southwest had previously announced that they were going to serve four airports in Hawaii, Honolulu, Kalui, Luihu, and Kona, and four in California, Oakland, Sacramento, San Diego, and San Jose. There will not be any direct flights out of Baltimore, but you do connect on the West Coast, and Southwest is bringing Hawaii to Baltimore. All right, we had a contest yesterday for the Annapolis Restaurant Week, courtesy of the Downtown Annapolis Partnership, and our winner was Lindsey Graham. Thank you so much, and congratulations. I have a $50 gift certificate to Galway Bay coming your way, and I think it's pretty cool to say that Lindsey Graham listens to the Daily News Brief, although I'm guessing it is not that Lindsey Graham. All right, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. Never know what's coming down the pike. You want to check out the first link in our show notes to find out all the different ways you can connect with us. And if you're someplace to give us a rating or a review, please do that. It would be much appreciated. And of course, if you can give us a recommendation to your friends and colleagues, that would be appreciated as well. It is Thursday, so we have Trevor with your Annapolis Makerspace Maker Minutes. And of course, as we do every day, we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast, and that's coming up in just one minute. Join Anne Arundel Medical Center Foundation on Saturday, April 27, 2019, at our Denim and Diamonds Bash in Annapolis. Denim and Diamonds is a fun evening under the stars, featuring fabulous cuisine and gourmet food trucks, live and silent auction, and a live band. Last year, AAMC cared for more than 2,000 patients in our emergency departments suffering from mental illness or addiction. Help us expand much-needed inpatient and and outpatient programs and services for your community. For tickets and sponsorships, visit aamcdenimanddiamonds.org. Special thanks to our platinum sponsors, AAMC Medical Staff, the Chesapeake Bayhawks, Comcast, the Evan K. Thallenberg Family, What's Up Media, and WRNR. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with D&D Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, February 28th. A nice day today with dry skies and 40s for highs before March comes in like a lion with three snow chances in the first five to six days. 
starting with a potential for maybe one to two inches for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County this Friday morning before some p.m. rain and more rain take over on Saturday. Then colder air starts to move in Sunday with 30s for highs much of next week and storm chances both Monday and Wednesday with the potential for more substantial snow Monday in the region. So stay tuned for updates over the coming days for that and start to plan now for potential delays to schools and the morning commute Friday as a quick storm moves by to our south and could make things slippery enough to cause travel problems in the a.m. hours. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Imagine your child saying, Guess what I learned in school today? At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked Emma and Lawson why. We grow winter greens in our garden to make smoothies. Second graders are the chicken checkers, and our eighth graders take care of our goats. Our classes are the perfect size, which means we get to know each other well. And our teachers know us. Visit St. Andrews Day School's Open House, Friday, March 8th from 9 to 11 a.m. Or call 410-266-0952 for a tour. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, it's Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Today at the Annapolis Maritime Museum is the last in their winter lecture series. This time it's restoring Spa Creek, taking an urban creek from endangered to swimmable. Donna Jefferson will provide an introduction to the Spa Creek Conservancy and its efforts to restore Spa Creek. Today in Baltimore at Notre Dame of Maryland University's School of Education, their speaker series welcomes Danielle Feinberg, Director of Photography for Lighting at Pixar Animation Studios, as well as Emily Calandrelli producer and Emmy-nominated host of Fox's Exploration Outer Space. They'll be presenting Oh, the Places You'll Go with STEM, Aeronautics to Technology and Beyond. Today and ending tomorrow in Columbia is the Diversity Film Festival at Howard Community College. The Diversity Film Festival features several films involving how differences can create wonder. Monday at Maryland Hall is the last film in the 11th annual Bridges to the World International Film Festival. The last entry is Wajad, Songs of Separation, a Canadian film about Syrian musicians. This week at Art Farm in Annapolis, tomorrow they're having a Mardi Gras mask workshop for ages 13 and up you'll make a mold of your face using non-toxic plaster cloth after it dries you'll paint it add features beads and whatever else is available feel free to bring your own adornments to add to the design sunday they're having the clown school at art farm exploring the history of indigenous rituals to silent film comedians to modern day work work through improv exercises that focus on the connection with the audience perform exercises carefully constructed to build skills and techniques applicable to many differing performance venues including stage and on camera wednesday they're doing an intro to improv spring six-week class reflex improv is back for a six-week class in the fundamentals of long-form improv improv is a great way of relieving anxiety helping with teamwork and public speaking work and just being in the moment in general also registration is live for art farm summer camps for 2019 various camps include street art mini animation camp nature inspired art painting and drawing mixed media 3D sculpture, circus in the classroom, and of course the Fearless Girls Photography Camps. At the Anne Arundel County Public Library System this week, Today in Deal is our coding club, programming with Scratch, a simple visual programming language that can be used to create games as well as interactive stories. Monday in Linthicum is the Art in Our Schools program. Young artists from local elementary schools and their families are invited to a celebration of their art, which has been on display this month in the libraries. Tuesday at the Severn Library is a mad scientist party. 
try out some crazy science experiments and STEM activities inspired by discoveries from famous female scientists. In addition, don't miss the various STEM Challenge Thursdays, Maker Mondays, as well as Build and Play Days. Head over to aacpl.net slash STEM for more events. This week at Unallocated Space in Severn, on Saturday they're having the Raspberry Jam Party. Celebrating Raspberry Pi's birthday, join Unallocated Space with show-and-tells, hands-on exercises anyone can pick up, including manipulating Minecraft with the Python programming language, making LEDs blink, and more. Anyone is welcome to participate. In addition to that, Unallocated has their regular Ham Radio Night tonight, Defcon Group Hacker Hangout tomorrow, Monday night is their Project Night, Tuesday is 3D Printing Night, and Wednesday is their Open House and Lockpick Night. This week at Annapolis Makerspace, on Tuesday is our monthly Fusion 360 3D Design Workshop. If you're interested in learning 3D design, let Russ show you how it's done in Autodesk Fusion 360. It's a tool that can do pretty much anything 3D design related, whether your designs are used for CNC, 3D printing, or even models for games. And as always, every week at Annapolis Makerspace, Monday night is our woodworking night, and Thursdays are our electronics night. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Meetup to keep up on everything we're doing, as well as things from some of the other local Steam groups. And you can catch me tonight and every Thursday night at Annapolis Makerspace on Renard Court for electronics night. And you can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, eyeonannapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.